Good morning, you guys. It is Amanda and Barron, the ABCs of KSLM Radio. Because Amanda and Barron are having conversations. Yes. We're going to have some conversations about our community today. Yes, we are. So, um, I don't know if you guys remember that Salem Reporter, they did like a town hall meeting with the payroll tax that was going to be on the ballots that we turned down. Thank goodness. Which I would just advocate for anyone in our community, if you don't like what's happening and you don't want to turn out and give an opinion then don't sit on the sidelines and just complain. Mm -hmm. There's an opportunity right now for you to at least be there and be part of the process. Yes. And I heard great things about the Salem Reporter Town Hall meeting on the payroll tax from both sides, actually. Both sides really appreciated it. They got to hear a lot of good information. So they are doing it again and it's going to be on gun violence this time. Oh my goodness. There's way too much gun mm-hmm. violence in our city. So it looks like they'll share facts um, about the soaring gun violence in the community. Um, I actually had numbers in a different article, but we'll touch on that on the next segment. Um, so this is going to be Wednesday, uh, January 17th. So that's, this that's this coming Wednesday. Very soon. Yeah. Um, at 6 p.m. It will be held at the Elsinore Theater again. Well, there's plenty of chairs. Mm-hmm. Plenty of chairs. And so for those of you that don't know, that address is 170 High Street Southeast. Tickets are free, but you do have to have a ticket. Um, I don't have the website written down on here for some reason. But you I, know what? If someone wanted to email Amanda. Yes. Email me, Amanda at KSLM.news. Pretty good chance you could email them back how to get a ticket. Oh, yeah. I can email you the direct link and send it to you. Or just um, go to uh, Elsinore Theater. I'm sure it's on their website. I remember that the um, payroll tax was on their yeah. website. So it should be very easy to find. You know, I'm, I'm looking here at the agenda that night. The doors are going to open at 5. The program's going to start at 6. From 6 to 7, they have a panel presentation. Mm-hmm. Then from 7 to 7, they have a panel solutions. And I like the fact that they're actually offering solutions. Yeah, me too. And then there's a half an hour for audience participation. Mm-hmm. So it looks like it's about a two-hour program. So 6 to 7 p.m., but the doors do open at 5 p.m. for you to get in, mingle, find a good seat, um, and just chat with others around you and kind of just check it out. Um, I think this is amazing. So thank you, Salem Reporter, for doing this again. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Amanda and Baron, and we are back again. Last segment was interesting. What the city's got? Well, not the city. I don't think the city's doing this. I think that the Salem Reporter's doing this. Mm-hmm. There's a town hall. Just quick review. Uh, Wednesday the 17th, doors open at five. Program starts at six. They're actually having a town hall to talk about the gun violence problem in the yes. city. But you dug up an interesting article about our gun violence yes. problem. Yes. So uh, police chief Trevor Womack, um, he intends to create a new team of officers dedicated to investigating shootings, shootings in Salem um, for people that are wound up really wounded or dead. Um, it looks like he wants a team of six. Let me see if I could find... Well, and, and it does say later on that this these six, one will be a sergeant. There it is, yep. And then five of them will be officers. So yes. it's a, it's a you've got a leader, the sergeant, and then mm-hmm. five officers, and these are not gonna be brand new, they're gonna hire six new ones, they're gonna take six people and create this task force. Yes. But it's a it's a pretty neated task force. It is. So it looks like um as of November 15th, they found that shootings have doubled in the city in the past five years. And I believe just in 2022, Salem endured 20 shootings of people, four of them being fatal. Now, two things that caught my yes. attention. One, it says in the past five years, 
largely concentrated in the northeast part of town. Mm -hmm. And I'm not judging any part of our town. I'm just saying that's where it's at. Yes. But it also said that the research does not count shootings outside of city limits or involving police reports where the gunfire was no one was struck. Mm -hmm. So this is strictly when people are shooting hits a person. Hits a person. So gun violence would involve a shooting, but maybe someone was hit. That's not included. And for those people who don't realize this, where our station at, we're on city limits. No, and we're on Lancaster. We're right on the corner of Lancaster and Silverton. Not right on the corner, but might as well be. Right. I can throw a stone and it'll hit it. But if someone goes to eat at Olive Garden, not city limits, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, the Remy's Nightclub is partnered up. We're right next door to Remy's Nightclub. They recently just had a shooting and OLCC shut them down. So they're now closed because of a shooting because it... But not included in these numbers. But not included in these numbers because they're outside of city limits. Which means these numbers are even bigger than what they're saying. I believe that they're much bigger than what we're saying because all of East Lancaster is outside of those city limits. And those are heavily um, not good areas. Well, it does say a little later on in the article that, uh, you know, again, Chief Womack is is trying to address a problem in our city and how do I find a solution? Uh, and, it, and it references the fact that a lot of these shootings, um, they're, they're at risk, violence is between men mm-hmm. ages 18 to 34. That's kind of the age group. It's very Hispanic and black-driven men who are disproportionate victims or suspects. Yeah. A lot of gang shootings are going on here. Yes, I believe it says... Um that most of the victims and suspects in these shootings are over 85% gang members. We have a problem in our city, and I highly encourage you to go to the town hall and be part of the solution. Please. I think it's heavily needed, and we have to get involved. All right, we'll be right back. Good morning, you guys. It's Amanda and Barron. I want to give a huge shout out to one of our sponsors, Jensen Exteriors. So they do your roof and all of those good things. Um, and the weather's getting pretty crazy. Well, it's been raining a lot this week. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I know that if if you have a house that's built with a flat roof, like, I don't know, maybe the studio, the station. <laughs> Wish us luck. Why, why would you ever build a house with a flat roof in Oregon? I don't know. But it's been raining a lot this week. Mm-hmm. And definitely get a hold of our sponsor to yeah. help with that. Well, and then the weather, it's going to get super cold. We're looking at possibly getting rain and ice. And if your roof is not up to par, yeah. you're going to regret it. So if you guys want to reach out to them, their number is 503 383 4176. Definitely get that taken care of. At least make sure you don't have any leaks and it's okay. They don't just do new roofs, but they do repairs. They come out and just assess the situation. But with the weather coming down like it's going to, you're going to want your roof in tip top shape. Well, and you just you just said weather changing. Mm-hmm. So just for the ones that have been paying attention, the last couple of days have been in the 40s. In fact, today is supposed to be like 43 degrees yeah. today. You know what it is tomorrow? 26. That's a huge drop. That's the high. The high tomorrow is 26. The low is 18. (gasps) It's going to be cold. And and there's a 59% chance it's going to snow. Oh, my. Because at that temperature, the rain is going to shift. It'll be freezing rain or snow. So Then if that's the case, I really hope you guys have contacted Advantage Heat and Air, who is another oh, heavens, sponsor of ours. 
because you do not want your heating system failing with that type of weather. No. So and don't wait and call them until it's 26 degrees to call them. No. So call them right now, 503. I mean, until after our show. Right. Obviously. Don't call right now. <laughs> 503 5315 Again, that's 503-393-5315. You do not want to be freezing cold when this weather hits, and you do not want your heating system failing at that moment. Well, and you talk about cold. I'm just looking here at the forecast for Sunday. Mm -hmm. So Saturday is 26 with the possibility of snow. Sunday is 28 degrees and clear. Okay. Which, if it's clear at 28, it is really cold. Yes, it is. And then really quick, uh, Pacific Power has requested a upage in their bill. So you guys will be paying 12.9% more in Marion and Polk counties for your power as well. Good morning, you guys. It's Amanda and Barron, and I'm just going to dive straight into this. So you guys have heard us talk many times about a former McNary High School counselor who is facing sexual harassment charges against uh, a few minors. Well, let's let's back your statement up. Was facing. Was facing. Was facing. Because yes. as of Tuesday this week, it's not was. He has pled guilty. Not no contest. Guilty. And so, what he pled guilty to... Is and I'm just gonna I'm just can I can I just read please this? Yeah. yeah so what he pled guilty to is quote offensive physical contact between December 2019 and July 2021 so it's about a year and a half period of time for quote t- for for touching a quote sexual or intimate part he was the girls tennis coach mm-hmm. along with a counselor being a counselor and and um doing that to girls you're a, a, a figure of authority and you're counseling you're mentoring you're guiding well the goal for a counselor is to try to help you figure out what college to go to right and so it's career path and- very frustrating um so this is todd bobada 47 who lives out of dallas and he did plead guilty um it looks like uh some of the charges that did get dropped during his deal were a third degree sexual abuse and first degree uh, official official misconduct. Um, So that was a part of his agreement. He does no jail time. He just has probation for three years and 80 hours of community service. But what I really want to dive into is his salary. Well, and and this is the part because you were able to do some number crunching here. He's, he uh, he was a counselor at McNary and South Salem High School. Mm-hmm. He was the head girls tennis coach at McNary. He was put on administ once the charges came up. He was put on paid administrative leave to investigate the charges, mm-hmm. and that was in August fifth, two thousand twenty-one. So he was on paid leave for twenty-eight months. Mm-hmm. Paid leave, and his annual salary was. $89,512 a year. So if you break that down, um, it's about 7490 sorry, $7,459.33 a month. And he was on leave for 28 months. Um, he did resign from his job a month before pleading guilty. So last month he left his job, he quit. But he had been paid up until that time. So if you add that up, that's $208,000 in Eight hundred and six. I'm really bad at reading numbers. Two hundred and eight thousand eight hundred and sixty-one dollars and twenty-four cents of our taxpayer dollars. And he was sexually touching children 
and harassing them and all of those things while at his job and then was put on administrative leave for over two years and got paid over $200,000 in that time. And then to come to find out he pled guilty, I, I think well, that he should be paying that money back. I made the comment to you in a little time here, but um, I was at a job sometime back. Someone was put on suspension right. pending investigation. If it was guilty for the investigation, they're not paid for the suspension. Mm-hmm. If they were not guilty, they were paid. He was paid and he was guilty. Shame. 